0: Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, Marriage and Relationship Counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to Relationships Turned On. This is going to be an amazing episode. We're diving into all things finances and relationships. Honestly, finances is one of the number one reasons people get divorced. So, it's real well worth it to take the time to listen to this episode and see what you can apply to your relationship. Quick disclaimer, this is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered mental health care or medical advice of any kind. Okay. So finances is a loaded topic, (laughs) a topic where people get really triggered, uh, empowered, disempowered, frustrated, angry, happy, sad, you name it. Okay. All of the things that come out when we talk about all things finances. There can be a lot of blame and shame and guilt around finances and a lot of money stories and a lot of displaced values. (laughs) All right. So what does all those things mean? So typically in a relationship, often you will find one person is a saver and one person is the spender. You will just naturally find that in not all of the relationships, but most relationships. So one person loves to spend and one person loves to save. Okay, now, obviously, that's a generalization. There can be variations on that. But when you have that, you have obviously a lot more tension and a lot more disagreements if you don't get clear and understand how you can work together for the better. So one of my first tips is talk about your financial stories. What I mean by that? How did your mom and dad spend money? What did that look like? Did they blame you? or shame or guilt you when you spent money? Did they be excited, happy? Like, what did that look like? Create some shared understanding, create some empathy around your money blueprint, around your money story. Once you have that, you can really go, hmm, I understand. I get where he or she come from. I get where they, why they have that thinking or why they save all that money because their parents didn't have anything back then or why they freely spend because, you know, Maybe there's been so much money and abundance of money and money just keeps coming and coming and coming and we don't have to worry about it, okay? Your money story is important to share with your partner. Spend the time and have that conversation. Great date night thing to do. Great to actually just dive into what it's looked like for you and then come to the present moment and go, what is it about money you think now? Like what do you believe about it? What do you value about it? What do you think about it? And dive into that. And the next part is values. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Discuss your values. You will spend the most money, time, and energy on your top three values, okay? So you will spend it in order. For example, if being in the top fashion world and having all the nice clothes and looking a certain way is your top priority, you betcha, you will spend the most money on that. If looking after your kids is the top the highest priority, you will spend the most money on your kids. If maintaining a stylish, pristine home is your number one priority, you betcha all the money will be going to that. You'll have a house cleaner, you'll buy new things, you'll upgrade things, you'll do all the things, yeah? So whatever your top priority is, where are you are spending money on? So you better be sure to know what your top priority is and what your partner's top priorities are. Once you know that, then you can go, hmm, this is interesting. And you can play with the values. You can play with the top priorities and go, okay. And you can even create percentages from there and go, well, realistically, I think we're spending too much on this. Maybe we can just move it down a little bit and kind of get a shared value system going around spending money. But one that's aligned to what you two both value as a couple, which is really empowering and makes sense. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Now, the other thing is, You have to be clear. You have to clearly communicate around money. No guessing games, no hidden things, clear and explicit about what's going on with money. So money check-ins, make them fun, add some wine and beer or teas or coffee or whatever you need to do and have a money check-in together. Make them fun. That's the most important part. You need to have a fun money check-in. Go through your goals, see if you're on track, off track, audit your accounts, do what you need to do, but make sure you're on track each week or month with finances. Okay, next tip is a fun money account. So one of the biggest bugbears people will come to me with is, well, I work so hard. All the money goes to all the boring stuff, rent, mortgage, food, electricity, kids, you know, like the school stuff, you know, all the things. And I don't feel like I can spend anything, or I feel guilty if I spend anything. Here's a, one solution, and you have to try it on for size to see if it works for you. But having fun money accounts, which means an individual account for you and your partner, where you put a certain amount. If you're loaded, it might be a thousand dollars a month. It might be more, it might be less. It might be a hundred dollars, might be twenty dollars, might be ten dollars. It doesn't. The amount doesn't matter. You guys decide on that. And put that in your fun money account. And then you are able to actually spend from that account freely, right? As long as we're in healthy boundaries of our relationship, but guilt free. If you like magazines, you know, you can go buy that car magazine or that women's weekly or whatever it is. Yeah. Or you can go put it towards tools or makeup or whatever. Like it's your account to have fun with. Okay. So, right up front, I've just given you so many things that you can go and put into place straight away. The next part is that create a budget together, but not just a budget. Some some people call these a spending plan, but make sure you both know where your accounts are, like what they look like, how you the flow of money works, and then talk about how much of percentages you would like to actually allocate to each different thing. So X amount of food, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Make sure you clear around that and are happy with that together. Openly discuss financial responsibilities. Whose job is it to pay bills? Whose job is it to do the moving of money and accounts if you need to? Really clearly articulate that. Another big issue that comes is, oh, my goodness, my partner's bought the boat, (laughs) this very expensive boat, and we never agreed upon it. We never agreed upon it. Or they've gone and bought this new car and I didn't think we're going to spend that much money. I thought we're getting a new car, but just not such a top line, amazing car. You need to decide on a spending limit. And what I mean by that is something. So for example, if it's over 200 bucks, if it's over a thousand, if it's over 15,000, whatever, the amount again does not matter. But set a spending limit. What could you mutually agree on that you would have to talk to the other person about before you spent? For example, the spending limit might be $400 and you want to buy a new bike that's $600, then you would need to go discuss that with your partner. Or, for example, you want to buy a new car and your spending limit's $15,000, the car's $40,000, then you need to go discuss that with your partner. You decide the amount, the amount doesn't matter. It's really going to be based on how much income and the flow you have between you both, but create This spending limit idea, because that way you have to have those big conversations before anything's spent. It creates accountability and responsibility within you, between you both. Okay, very, very important. So, tracking and reviewing expenses together obviously is a great way to do this. Again, make it fun, make it interesting and engaging for one another. Plan for emergencies. Now, I gotta admit, sometimes not great at this myself. You do need to plan for so you can have that emergency fund of X amount. You guys, you have to decide that for yourself how much that would be to have in case of an emergency. Takes a lot of stress and tension out of your relationship. If an emergency happens, you've just got that there, gives you a sense of security and can reduce overall financial stress as a couple, which is really empowering and what you want. And I always talk to couples, it's like this, right? There's like a thousand tabs open on your computer. So usually when someone comes to me that or a couple comes to me, there's about a 1,000 tabs open in their brain. And one by one, we go through and we just shut them, down, shut them down, shut them down, shut them down, shut them down. Gives you more peace, more clarity, more understanding, more empathy as a team. Okay, we want to shut these mental tabs down for you. Celebrate financial milestones. Now, something I think we probably have completely lost in our relationships is celebrating. Everything's serious. Everything's uh, Business and boring, right? <laughs> everything's logistics, everything's the mundane. And this is where we can get into a real rut. Where are you not celebrating in your relationships? Okay. I want you to celebrate. If you hit a financial goal that you both set, celebrate it. If you've paid off a debt, celebrate it. If you and then you don't have to spend money to celebrate, right? You could light a candle you already have in your house, make a nice dinner and watch a movie together or pop. You know, like it doesn't have to be this big deal. You could cheese each other with the teacups and like give each other a hug. But celebrate. It's that feeling we want to create. That celebratory feeling is what you're wanting to create. And it propels you forward to do more of this financial stuff together. Or if it's in a different realm, it propels you forward to keep to those goals to enhance your relationship or marriage so celebrate financial milestones honestly it will be well worth it to feel that sense of accomplishment and achievement as a team right keeps you closer and closer and closer and closer together so there was so many rapid fire tips i'd love you to Um, like comment or share below if this resonated with you share it with your spouse share it with somebody that you know will benefit from this I'm really looking to get this to as many people as possible because I just think common sense in relationships is gone (laughs) for the most part Um, and I just want people to get back to true loving and authentic relationships because I feel like if we can have that in our homes and with our kids for starters it creates happier healthier kids which I'm very excited about. But then it also helps ripple out into society. The more healthy, happy families and homes and marriages we have, the stronger, happier our society is. So if you can possibly do your part in this, it would be amazing. And I would deeply appreciate it. Please share this with someone you know, like subscribe. If you could leave a comment, this helps reach more people, which I'd be very appreciative of. All right. Have a wonderful day and I cannot wait to talk to you again soon.